0: Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 34. I'm drinking Kleiner Feigling. As a listener, you should expect that I will be well-researched and educational, entertaining, and consistent in my reviews. I chose to feature Kleiner Feigling for this episode because I've been intrigued by it. The branding and marketing is really clever and fun. From a flavor standpoint, fig is not something that I've tried before, and Kleiner Feigling is a fig liqueur. Niche Import Company, the U.S. distributor for Kleiner Feigling, provided me with the spirits for this episode, so my thanks goes out to them for allowing me to share it with you. Niche is also the importer of Stroh 160 and Baron Jaeger that I featured in prior episodes, so go back and give those a listen if you haven't yet heard them. Packaging is a big part of the branding for this Spirit. What I have is a 10-pack of 20-milliliter bottles. It's in a little cardboard box. It measures approximately 7 inches tall by 3 inches wide and nearly 2 inches deep. And there's 10 little glass bottles in this. And the bottom tears out, so then you get this nice little dispenser. Pull one out of the bottom and the rest drop down. So you got a 10 pack, they're meant for sharing. There's 20 milliliters per bottle. It is 20% alcohol by volume, making Kleiner Feigling 40 proof. And the 10 pack box I have retails for about $15. Each of the mini bottles features a predominantly black label with a green outline. And then there's a pair of eyes that are very expressive on it above the words Kleiner Feigling. The bottle has a small purple screw cap and a little back label that here in the U.S. carries the government warning. The clear glass bottle is shaped like a miniature version of the Stro bottle that I featured in episode 15, and it's shaped like a hip flask would be curved with a short stubby neck. So I'm gonna give one of these little bottles a try. Typically, you drink it straight from the bottle, but to be consistent, I do have a clean Glencairn. So I'll pour the bottle into the glass, give it a nosing, tell you what I think, give it a proper taste. All right, here we go. Little screw cap. And the pour. Just a, a dribble. 20 milliliters is not a lot. In the glass, the spirit is perfectly clear, but as you swirl it, it does tend to coat the glass a little bit. All right, on the nose. <laughs> sweet. It smells sweet. And at uh, only 20% alcohol by volume, there's no chance of an um, ethanol vapor burn, so you can really get in there. Let's give it another. A fig is not the first scent I get. Actually, I don't really pick up fig. I've only had figs, fresh figs, a handful of times in my life. Usually figs, when eaten, they're dried figs or you'll get them ground up in a Fig Newton. Uh, So that's a little different than a fresh fig. Let me try this one more time on the nose. I want to say grape. It smells more of grape. That's the fresh flavor I'm getting from it. But not fig. It smells like candy. All right, now for the taste. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh, this is good. <laughs> I'm, I have joy, actual joy, from the sweetness of this. Oh, it's almost like there's a, it's almost like sour grape candy or something. Let me, let me try it again. (laughs) Mm. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to open another little bottle. And 20 milliliters is a, a tiny pour, but wow. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I get some fig in the aftertaste. I get the fig flavor, but it tastes like there's more to it. It's quite sweet, but not syrupy, but very, very sweet. There's hint of some acidity in the uh, lingering notes, almost like a uh, an apple cider, perhaps. Uh, there's only just half a swallow left, so I gotta, I gotta drink all this. Oh, Yeah, that's, that's fun. (laughs) After tasting this, I have actual joy. This is one of my favorite spirits that I've been able to try. And this is the first time I've tried it, just as I've recorded this episode. And so, man, the reaction, this is, (laughs) I'm, I'm happy. This, this makes me happy. (laughs) All right, we're going to move on to history. So Kleiner Feigling is a German spirit first and foremost, and I should apologize up front if I mispronounce German. I've done my best to reference some YouTube videos and other native German speakers as they pronounce words, and I believe I'm getting Kleiner Feigling correct, but that's my disclaimer up front. So I apologize if I mispronounce your native tongue. So, Kleiner Feigling was launched in Germany in 1992 for the 100th anniversary of the Vademar Bean Company. Bean, as it's known, is a family business and it was founded in 1892, hence the 100th anniversary. Today, they're run by the fourth generation, brothers Vademar and Rudiger Bean. They're a fiercely independent family run company that focuses on entrepreneurial ideas to grow the company. In the 1800s, the Bean family had been involved in the wine trade and they ran a brewery. But in 1892, the company as it's known today started when the first Vademar Bean, the man named Vademar, saw an opportunity to fulfill the thirst-quenching needs of construction workers. These were workers building the Kaiser Wilhelm Canal, which is now known as the Kiel Canal. Originally from Hamburg, Weidemar couldn't return home when discharged from his military service due to a cholera epidemic in Hamburg, so he was fortunate to stay with relatives around Kiel. And this is where he encountered the canal construction between Kiel and Brunsbüttel, extending about 100 kilometers. With thousands of thirsty workers, he started buying beer from his father's brewery, and he sold it directly to the workers. Weidemar partnered with some restaurants along the way, but he also built his own beer halls. He expanded to his own non-alcoholic beverages and began wholesaling directly to restaurants within a horse-drawn wagon radius of where he was based. And this wholesale business continues to this day, with Bean maintaining more than a thousand customers in this part of Germany. In 1907, Weidemar was able to purchase the Ekonforo Brewery in the Baltic Sea Resort town of Ekonforo, and he established a headquarters there. But World War I shut down the brewery permanently. The Bean Company survived both world wars, but in the 1980s, the fourth generation took over leadership. The Bean Brothers' first major success in the German domestic market was the launch of a distilled spirit named Kunstnable, I believe, (laughs) if I pronounce that correctly, which translates to Coastal Fog. This was in 1985, and it gave the Bean Company the economic resources and the confidence to try another startup. And that's where Kleiner Feigling comes in. The Bean website themselves say that the success was unexpected. It's become hugely popular through branding and marketing, two things that I really appreciate. Kleinfigling was built around a fun brand from the start. The name is a play on words in German where the words for fig and coward are pronounced the same, the only difference being the capitalization when referring to fig. And with the addition of Ling, It gives it the diminutive connotation, or little, as we'd say in English. Kleiner also means little or small, so Kleiner Feigling translates to little coward. And the brand reflects this. This little coward, that's why there's scaredy-cat eyes on the bottle as part of the logo. The brand is a little coward, and it just makes sense that they're these expressive, scared-looking eyes when you look at them as the logo. It's also fig-flavored, so the play on words just works. From the start, the packaging has been a hallmark of the brand and probably helped it become so successful. Being packaged in the tiny 20 milliliter bottles, it's only about two thirds of an ounce, less than half a shot if you're getting a standard 1.5 ounce pour. It is the same size as a bottle of Underberg, which is a famous German digestif that's bitter and twice as potent as Kleiner Feigling, but the little coward was and is meant to be consumed in multiples. The 10-pack that I have is a good example, but in Germany they sell it in a 60-bottle suitcase box to really get the party started. And it's always been marketed as a party shot. and in the material sent to me with the samples I got, there's a number of drinking games to encourage repeat purchases. Everything from guessing who has the highest or lowest number on the bottom of their bottle, which is simply a manufacturing code molded into the glass, to various tricks with the diminutive bottles, such as stacking them, playing dominoes with them, even trying to stand one up on the side of your index finger by tipping it up with just your thumb. It's quite difficult, I've dropped this a bunch. But the sturdy glass bottle isn't really prone to breaking, so it incites play. Spin the bottle, anyone? In the 1990s, Kleiner Feigling seemed to have exploded on the German drinking scene. From parties, bar crawls, barbecues, bachelor and bachelorette parties, etc., the Little Coward seems to have been there, all aligned with the party feeling of the brand. And the famous love parade from the 1990s, which was held in Berlin, saw the Little Coward featured as well. In fact, a photo of topless women in body paint sporting the pair of eyes over their breasts is shown on the history section of the Kleiner Feigling website. The brand is quite proud of their association with and use of promotional models through the 90s and into the 2000s. One Kleiner Feigling, Promo Girl, as they're called, was featured in the September 2002 issue of Playboy magazine. This is celebrated, showing a fun-loving, carefree attitude. After 20 years of success as a solo brand, Kleiner Feigling saw a brand extension via a host of additional flavors. And it worked. They added on a bubblegum flavor, a cocoa biscuit, which is coconut flavored and similar to coconut milk, a strawberry colada, a cherry banana, licorice, mango, and others. All are still named Kleiner Feigling, but the original fig flavor is simply referred to as the original, and all the flavors are sold in the same 20 milliliter mini bottles. Their current marketing campaign tagline is Celebrate with Imagination. Kleiner Feigling is fun, And life is fun, so drink up. Vitamar Bean produces more than a million cases of Kleiner Feigling annually. And I believe that to be the 9 liter equivalent standard, not a million cases of the tiny 20 milliliter bottles. You can get a standard 750 milliliter bartender's bottle that has a purple wax top over the screw cap and it's the same basic shape as the Mini. And I will tell you, I'm going to have to order one of these online. It's not available in my home state of Oregon, but can be had from a number of online retailers. Hugely popular in Germany. Kleiner Feigling is sold in about 20 countries, including the US of A. So on to how it's made. Kleiner Feigling is a liqueur, meaning it's sweetened with sugar. At 20% ABV, it's right about where I like liqueurs to be from a potency standpoint, and the relatively low proof combined with the small size makes it easy to enjoy without overindulging. While nowhere on the packaging for the bottles that I have does it call out the specific base spirit, in Germany and elsewhere it's referred to very specifically as a vodka base. This vodka is apparently a premium vodka that's triple charcoal filtered, and then it's flavored with Mediterranean figs. They're adding some sugar as well somewhere along the way, but there's not much information about the production process. One interesting fact, though, from the Vadamar Bean website is they claim that if you laid all of the mini 20ml bottles end-to-end that have been sold in the last 20 years, they'd stretch for more than 80,000 kilometers, or enough to circle the earth twice. Perhaps they have an interest in a glass manufacturing company as well. I don't know, but uh, their bottle supplier is definitely kept busy. Now on to cocktails and consumption. Kleiner Feigling is meant to be consumed straight as a shot, usually right out of the mini bottle. And the common practice is to take the mini bottle, tap it on the top so you get some bubbles, and then you... Take the screw cap off. It will stick to the tip of your nose most of the time. And then holding the bottle just with your teeth, you drink the shot back. All in the name of fun, this little drinking ritual of take the bottle, tap it, drink it, move on to the next one. There are a handful of cocktails out there online that call for Kleiner Feigling, but most of them just simply stretch the spirit with some tonic or soda and ice. Honestly, you should just drink it straight. So in summary, what do I think of Kleiner Feigling? (laughs) I love this. I need more. I am going to tear through the other nine bottles I have left. Uh, But I'm going to, honestly, this evening, I'm probably ordering up a 750 milliliter bottle. It is so good. It brings me joy. (laughs) Oh, it's really unexpected. I thought I would like it, but I was surprised at how joyous it makes me feel. And joy is a great thing when you're consuming alcohol. Dis- stilled spirits in general that's why i started this podcast so i can drink more and if everything brought such happiness to me as this man i'd be in i'd be in trouble perhaps but uh, the 20 milliliter bottle you can't drink too much i mean i don't know i got 10 of these that 200 milliliters that's that's nothing that's not even gonna have an effect on me if i tore through the whole box but it's great I love the branding as a marketer by trade. The way that they started this and the innovation that uh, Kleiner Feigling brought to the market, specifically in Germany, it's, it's been great. So <laughs> I love it. I wish it had wider distribution in the U.S. We'll have to see if I can get it here in my home state. And that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor and Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Thanks again to Niche Import Company for providing me with these samples for the tasting please subscribe and share show notes are on liquor liqueur, connoisseur.com. I've also just launched my mailing list. So be sure to sign up on the website and there's a link in show notes so you can receive each episode directly to your inbox with a link to the audio file, photos, and the notes. You can find the show on your favorite podcast platform. So go look for it. It'll be there. The show is also on social media. Instagram is where I'm most active. Please leave me your feedback, and as always, thank you for listening.